the incomparable. Number 480, September 2019. Welcome back, everybody, to The Incomparable, a podcast in which we draft things. I think I'm just pivoting. I'm pivoting. Maybe that's what our future is. It's just it's all drafts all the time because uh, I love to draft things. And this is a draft episode. In this episode, we are drafting, drumroll, X-Men. X-Men. That's right. Because you see, the thing about the X-Men is there's like a billion of them. There's there's so many X-Men to choose from. And I thought I would gather some of my friends together and we would talk about uh, X-Men and uh, everybody would form their own X-Men team. So by the end of this episode, seven new teams of X-Men will walk the earth. It's very exciting, isn't it? Let me introduce my panelists in uh, the order in which they will choose as chosen by random.org. Returning to the program, I love having him here. He's not on as much as I would like. That's his choice, not mine. But he's here tonight. It's Merlin Mann. Hello. Hey, Jason. How's it going? Uh, good. How are you? Oh, I'm kind of confused. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Welcome to the Incomparable, then. That's pretty I'm much worried. it. I think my theme's going to be undermined, and I'm really worried. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Moises Chuyan is also here. Hello. I'm the most mediocre at what he does. <laughs> I feel like the House of M is really uh, showing here, because uh, coming up third, it's Monty Ashley. <laughs> I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Um, and then fourth, no more M's. No more M's. Uh, it's Cicero Holmes. Hello. My board is very, very big. Yeah. It's a big board. Mm. There's a lot of mutants out there. A yes. lot of mutants. Uh, picking fifth, Dan Morin. I've either spent way too much time on this or not nearly <laughs> enough time. I'm not sure which. Could it be both? It could possibly be both. Uh, and then picking after Dan will be Quinn Rose. Hello. Oh, I'm very concerned I'm not going to get my picks with that spot in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, as the host, I am already just kind of understanding that I'm not going to get anybody who I want because I will pick last. Oh. That's just how it's going to go. So I asked my uh, panelists to be relatively quick about our picks this time so we can get in four rounds. That normally four rounds of an incomparable draft would take about four hours. We're going to try to do it a little bit faster so we have a little time at the end to name the team and explain the concept behind the X-Men team that's been drafted. Uh, so a little more structure than our drafts usually have. Um, Merlin, I said you would go first, even though there was a clerical error and you weren't actually supposed to go first, but you are now because I introduced <laughs> you the, first. Huh? And oh my goodness. Random.org be damned. Oh. So Merlin, uh, what's your first pick in the X-Men draft? Phoenix, Jean Grey. <sighs> Boom. <sighs> Boom. <sighs> Yeah, I know, I know. Things can be problematic. Cicero, where was Jean Grey on your big board? <laughs> uh, she she was eighth on my board. Excuse wow. me, did you say Jean Grey or Phoenix? Because you know the Phoenix Force. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> uh, technically speaking, you should have said Marvel Girl. <laughs> she was actually buried under a Fantastic Four issue the whole time. Yeah, my uh, my team is going to be very. Uh, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of, of of positivity and goodwill, and I think uh, I think we we need a leader. You know, mm -hmm. we, we need somebody who's leaderly and we need somebody who's got, I mean, she's, she's strong. She has common sense. You know, she can shoot laser beams or whatever. She's, she's great. <laughs> um, so that's my pick. My first pick is, uh, is Phoenix. I think that's perfectly reasonable. So Phoenix, I'm going to put that down as the Phoenix incarnation of Jean Grey. So like the, uh, the, the green outfit in between Marvel Girl and Dark Phoenix. Just Phoenix. Yeah. Yes. And not, I should not, <laughs> she's not Phoenix Force per se, I guess. No. No, she's yeah. a person who's kind of connected yeah. to the. She's a manifestation, Phoenix Jason. Force. Okay, it sounds good. It sounds good. Manifestation. Uh, and Jean Grey. That's the Boom. that's the first pick. We move on to Moises. Moises. Do, 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 your do. turn. 
Jason, one of the questions I asked you when you announced the intention to do this was how much you were going to let us play with the fact that uh, lots of time travel and alternate reality things have happened. So I, I assume that it's perfectly all right for me to choose Magneto as played by Ian McKellen in the movies. Okay. I mean, I'm going to give you Magneto. But you can you can have it be Ian McKellen's Magneto. The, the, that, the that particular works. incarnation from those movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Reasoning because my my X Men need a different kind of leader. Wow. Okay. I I want. Where is this going? This is, <laughs> this is getting weirder and weirder all the time. Your approach is is very logical, but I think it's it's going to be very confusing. Just wait. Just wait. It's going to get real <laughs> weird real fast. We're making good time. Let's keep going. Yeah. Oh boy. This we may be the shortest episode ever. That's not going to happen, Monty. What's your first X-Men choice? Uh, Well, I am also going to the movies, Hmm. which is where Negasonic Teenage Warhead is canonically an X-Men. And also, for me, way better than the comics one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In the Deadpool movies, that's Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Once Upon a Deadpool, uh, she has Daria's personality and Cannonball's powers, which is a great combination. I think she's fantastic in those movies. I love her very much. And I have learned from Wikipedia that in order to give her different powers than she has in the comic books 20th century fox had to give marvel ego the living planet for guardians of the galaxy volume two <laughs> and a player to be named later in yes. a trade see this is what makes drafts so great is sometimes there are trades that happen during the draft yeah. and this is a great example of that where is, they're like isn't it marvelous can i have can we have ego the living planet back in exchange and they're like yeah okay okay you can do that so yeah i'm uh, picking negasonic teenage warhead already my team is the coolest Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't argue. This is very interesting. I'm sure that the the uh, picks have not broken as Cicero intended, but that's okay because Cicero, it's your choice now. One of the people on my board is already gone. However, the person on the top of my board is still there. And I belly ached over it for a second, but I'm still going to go with Aurora Monroe, aka oh, Storm. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a shame. What a shame. She was on, you sniped me too. She was on my list. I'm going to cross that right out. Are are Jason or trades going to be permitted inside of the draft? Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, She was on my list too. No, just we could discuss, it was mentioning of a trade of intellectual property by giant corporations that, you know, I know it's one of our favorite things. It's one of our favorite things, horse trading among giant corporations that have since, uh, purchase one another <laughs> for making the trade irrelevant. Imagine if your favorite sports team just bought another sports team and took all their players. That's basically oh. what happened. Now you're saying there's a horse on the X-Men? I know there's a horse that's Thor. <laughs> it could be. I'm not sure. I don't know all the X-Men because the human mind can't contain his name is such multitudes. Cicero, when I first discovered the X-Men, it was in that era where Storm had just taken over as the leader of the X-Men yes. from yeah. Cyclops. And yeah. uh, that was the best. Yeah. When she didn't have powers, but was still better than him. Oh, that yes. was uh, that, right. Because mm-hmm. Grogue uh, absorbed all her powers. Yeah. Right. yeah. Was that Paul Smith? Era? And she, yeah. And she, was, that was and when she, she, she had the power of Mohawk. And, and then she got the Mohawk. Wind control. Yes. And, and all that. Yes. Oh, Storm. That's a great yeah. pick, Cicero. Thank you very much. Thank you. All very right. Much, Good pick. Good pick. High, high value for that pick. See, I'm doing a little draft uh, talk there. You got high value there. That was a good one. And and we needed a leader. You do. You need a leader. Dan Morin, your choice. Uh, Every team needs somebody with some brains who can hold themselves still in a fight if they need to be (laughs) do a little punching. What? You need it. You need it on your team. You need some brains. You need some brawn. You can get them in one package. I said that's great. That's why I'm picking Dr. Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Beast. Mm. Stand still in a fight is a weird way of saying it, like... 
okay, we're going to go over here. You're going to go over there. You, Hank, stand there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was saying you can still you can still hold himself in a fight, you know? Look at still, the size of those feet. He's so holds, good at standing it's there. It's true. And he can stand on his hands, too, yes. quite honestly, and kick <laughs> you with his feet because it's That's right. amazing. It's multi-purpose. Yes. You, you get all the whole, you get the whole McCoy. But I do oh, want to ask: the real McCoy. Do you have a do you have a preference of uh, of a skin beast or blue haired beast? I, I got to go with blue haired beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's to me that is that is just the that is the beast I grew up with, and uh, therefore I, I feel like is the canonical one in my mind. It's a good beast, good beast. There is somebody listening now who's like, "What are they talking about? This is the most ridiculous nonsense." Why would I've anyone? Ever heard. Why would anyone listen to this and not I, know? What I don't. Jason, Jason, wait until you get back around to me, and oh, those people will be even man. more confused. Quinn, it's your choice uh, for your first X-Man. So like many of you here, I'm picking sort of the leader of my squad first, and I have to go with Kitty Pride. Yes. Yes. yes, thank you. All the way to right here. <laughs> I was next. That was my next one. Oh. I, I put her front and center because I knew she was probably the first pick of mine to go besides Jean Grey, RIP. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, she's That's just amazing. Name. She is strong. She is smart. She's mature. Uh, she starts and originally like is introduced to the X-Men as sort of I think she's the youngest X-Men at the time that she's introduced Mm -hmm. um, which Mm -hmm. I also really like and she really has a very long history uh, with the whole team in all sorts of multiple universes and all that good stuff but through all of that has um, shown a lot of maturity and depth and I think is the perfect person to lead my team with a steady head she was at the top of my board I had her rank number one. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. I was busy remembering mm. to put all my clothes on. She's my favorite. God, she's got more so names and costumes than anyone else, and she <laughs> deserves all of them. She's got a dragon. Yeah, Good she's old so Captain cool. Kate Pride, a.k.a. Shadow Cat, a.k.a. Kitty, a.k.a. Kate Pride, a.k.a. I don't know what. <laughs> Sprite, Does she get Sprite Child Ariel? Like Sprite Child Ariel, be here yes. a long time. Long time. <laughs> Professor, I've decided to change my name to the first name of the Little Mermaid. Okay, Kitty, whatever you want. Whatever. Whatever. Yep, yep. Well, with, with I, I anticipated this might happen, and with Kitty Pride out of the way, I have to go to my number two pick on my board, a pick that certain X-Men type fan people will find enraging. And you know what? I hope those people are enraged, because I don't care. You know who one of my favorite mutants is? One of my favorites, and I think also makes a fine leader, and she comes with a soundtrack. She makes lasers out of sound. I'm picking Allison Blair, the Dazzler. Oh, yeah. I prefer the disco version. The disco version. Yeah, maybe you thought disco was dead. Jason just brought it back. Do I have a copy of Dazzler number one uh, within 10 feet of me in my little box of old comics? I do. Yes, I do. Oh, that's so cool. I love Allison Blair, the Dazzler, and I don't care who knows it, and that's why she <laughs> is going to lead my team. Take that, all of you people who don't like the Dazzler. You're wrong. The Dazzler. <laughs> you know, you can you go back and forth. It's a lowercase the. You know, for the anyway, yeah. Merlin. Uh, you have uh, Jean Grey and the power of the Phoenix Force, maybe sort yeah. of, kind of, and uh, you get to pay, make another pick now. If there's one thing we've learned from the incomparable. What does every team need? An ancient of chaos. Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, Mystique. I want Mystique mm-hmm. on my team. She has shown herself uh, to be, um, I don't know, man. You know, those movies aren't perfect, but I always thoroughly enjoy uh, both the characterizations of her in those movies. She's so cute as a little kid. I think she and Jean are going to be powerful co-leaders uh, of my team. I pick uh, Raven Darkhold. Mystique. Aren't you a little con- concerned that she's a villain? 
some of the time? Uh, well, <laughs> what about Magneto, right? What, I mean, what about Jason, Phoenix? Jason, what about, your concerns are overwrought. <laughs> um, I, the thing is, I think you are, I think are not no appreciating. Is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the answer is no. But I think there's going to be such a, a positive energy on my team that uh, everybody's everybody's going to, you know, uh, working for the greater good. The greater good. Okay. Yeah. Also, she could look like whoever. Good. So people are like, "Why? It's the X Men." Uh, I don't believe it. There's no Wolverine on that team. She can say, "Uh, yeah." Yeah. There she is. looks well, like now Wolverine. You got a Wolverine. Look at me. Yeah. You know. Or, or you could be the guy taking out the Basura. Whatever. Wow. You got okay. it. You got her. Moises, your choice. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. On, on the one hand, I am kind of surprised um, that uh, that no version of this character has been picked so far. But at the same time, uh, they are so heavily played out in many people's minds. It, it doesn't surprise me that other people slotted other things as top priorities. Um, but I, there's a very specific thing about this particular character that makes me choose Wolverine from X-Men, the animated series ah. <laughs> from, from <laughs> X-Men 92 universe, if you will. Uh, that is the specific with, with, with the Australian accent. No, no, uh, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's <laughs> pride of the X-Men. This is, yes. this is the one who's actually oh, okay. voiced by a Canadian. Yeah. Book. All right. So you've got Moises, you've got the animated X-Men, the animated series. Yep. Wolverine, Wolverine 92 yeah. as it were. Okay. Monty, it's your choice. Well, Wolverine's okay if you like people who regenerate and have claws, but I'm taking X-23, who's way better. Mm, <laughs> yes. uh, for one thing, as to the best of my knowledge, X-23 hasn't died even once. I haven't been paying that much attention. <laughs> Neither has Wolverine 92. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Good comeback. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> he lives on. Uh, X-23 could have been a real dumb idea of a young girl Wolverine clone of him, but actually she's a lot of fun and she's on my team. She and uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead are going to hang out. Mm. X-23, that's a great pick, by the way. That's a great character. That's a yeah. latter day kind of uh, character, but a really good one. Yeah, I'm hip with the kids. I'm like not picking just people <laughs> that I've actually remember from, from 1983. 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, Cicero, it's your choice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've been uh, stuck with yet another conundrum. Uh, mm. the next, two, next two uh, mutants are still on my board, um, but I think I'm going to skip my number two person on my board and go with my number three person on my board because they fill the need. Mm. Yeah, that you got to you got to go for need. You can't always take the yeah. best talent available. You got to go for correct. need sometimes. And uh, that need would be uh, tech wizardry and inventions. So I am picking Forge. Oh, oh I like your good pattern. Good this choice. is good. Forge is a, a, a great, like a tangent character where it's sort of like, oh, that could be a mutant power too that I remember as a kid being like, oh, so he's like invents stuff and that's his mutant power. He's not like a superhero who punches people right. who just invents great stuff. It's like, yeah, that's that works. That's great. Yeah, Dan, it's your choice now. Uh, all right. Well, I'm looking for somebody who may not exactly be a team player, but, you know, you can count on them in a pinch. And, uh, hey, the ability to shoot, like, bursts of energy from your hands and stuff is never a bad thing. I'm picking Havoc, Alex mm. Summers. 
um, to, to fill out my team here. I just like the idea that somewhere in the green room of the great X-Men draft, Scott Summers is furious that his brother just got picked before he did. <laughs> the cameras slowly you know. zoom in on Scott Summers as he sits there with his red sunglasses on and fumes. He's gritting his teeth. So angry. He could still be waiting in that green room and by the end of this will have chosen his father, his brother, his, his several sons, retconned yeah. other brother. <laughs> Several his, wives. We've already, yeah, we've already chosen his one girlfriend, but not his identical girlfriend. She's still on the board. We'll take all of his children from every multiverse before we take him. And then Cyclops will get his revenge, and then he'll become interesting. Maybe. Well, don't let's. That's a stretch. Anyway, Quinn, it's your choice now. Well, I've got sort of a, a level-headed leader, mm-hmm. and now I'm looking for someone to bring some raw power to my team. And so I'm going with the Scarlet Witch. Oh, uh, Ooh, she she eligible? Well, you know, some versions no, but I choose to believe in. Merlin, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not bring corporate civil wars into play. No, no, I am thinking. I am thinking of that Venn diagram that we've all seen of uh, who who owns what this week. She's but, in the yeah. X Men movies. Scarlet Witch is is, is controversial. She's in because, House of M. That's gotta that's gotta yeah. count for something. But yeah, there there. They made her a mutant and then they made her not a mutant. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I would have to defer to the judge choice because there's also comics interventions of like, well, she's she's in House of M. She's got a count. Yes. I would support her as a pick. She's been a mutant for way longer than ever. Yeah. I think think for this purposes, uh, choosing an animated character, quite frankly, a little bit further afield than choosing the Scarlet Witch. So you got it. I, I, I have one. I have a cartoon and a human being. And, yeah. and I don't yet have a character a and from one of the comic actor. books. Your team says is literally yeah. Ian McKellen holding up a cell from the 90s. Hey, 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 wait a minute. No, no, no. You're not depowering my mutants. Who are you, Wanda Max? I'm oh. <laughs> well, with that, I mean, she's a slam dunk choice. Uh, she's oh God, a yes. bit out there at times, and she does make th- occasionally um, deconstruct reality or remove all the powers from all the mutants on Earth, things like that. But she's also <laughs> incredibly powerful, and I choose to believe we're going to have her in a supportive environment where she's uh, not going to do things like that. It's, in fact, going to be a great asset to our team. I feel that same <laughs> way. we got to team up, Quinn. When we go on adventures, I'm telling you, our hysterical women teams are going to be huge, and they can totally help each other out. And there could be like a girls' club. It would be huge. Yeah, it's going to be great. Think of how she could help people. All right. Uh, for my next pick, I've already got the Dazzler, so really I've got the musical accompaniment set, and the lasers are set. I'm going to actually pick a character who is the uh, the leader of my favorite team in my favorite X-Men comic, Ooh. and um, that's because I'm a weirdo, and I really love Blink, who is what? Clarice Ferguson. Blink, what? the leader of the Exiles, which Uh-oh. is my favorite X-Men team and X-Men comic of all, as they bounce around from alternate universe to alternate universe. Clarice, of course, came from the Age of Apocalypse, but then, of course, it's the X-Men, so you go back in time and you meet your Whoa. parents and you learn to not be a battle-scarred mutant anymore, and then you get uh, sent into the Exiles, where you're bouncing from alternate reality to alternate reality for like a hundred issues and a couple of reboots. And I love X-Files. It is, it is everything that I love about uh, X-Men comics taken to the extreme. And Blake, she's a portal creator. You actually, if you saw mm-hmm. the, um, was it The Gifted, the Fox TV mm-hmm. series. Is that her in Days of Future yep. Past? Yeah. Uh, she's also in Days of Future yeah. Past. Yeah. She's in Days of Future Past and she's in The Gifted, the Fox TV series where she learns to make, uh, you know, her little portals. That is, uh, those are both versions of Blink as well. But uh, mm-hmm. because of her position as the leader of the exiles, I'm gonna, uh, Blink is gonna join Dazzler. So now those lasers can go through a portal. 
I love her in Days of Future Past. She doesn't speak, but her fight scenes are really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Would have been yeah. nice if they'd given her a line or two. Yeah, yeah and in the, nice. um, in the latest Exiles reboot, uh, Saladin Ahmed uh, like had her go to Jamaica to meet with her relatives because um, that was part of her backstory that they never talked about because she's pink. They're like, you know, she's kind of like a weird, like Nightcrawler is blue. She's like a weird color. And so they're like, oh, she's just a weird color. And it's like, well, no, she's she's from Jamaica. She has, right. let's not forget that. And so in the latest Exiles, uh, Saladin Ahmed made us not forget that, which I also thought was really cool. So Blink is on my team now. Blink was on my draft board. Oh, on yeah. My board. Nice. Wow. So well done. I feel validated, Cicero, because, yeah. you know, I thought that was coming out of left field, but I do love the Exiles, so. Let me take a break to tell you about one of our sponsors. This episode of The Incomparable is brought to you by Moo. Moo is an online print and design company specializing in customizable business cards, postcards, stickers, and more for your business. And if you're new to Moo, you can order a free sample pack on their website. That's moo.com, M-O-O.com. So you can see what their products look like, hold them in your hand. It's worth it. They offer a full suite of products, including business cards, postcards, invitations, letterheads, stickers, flyers, all so that you can seamlessly promote yourself and your brand. And you can count on Moose quality. They even have special finish options like gold foil, new silver foil, raised spot gloss, letterpress. It's all these little touches that make you stand out. And if you don't want to design your own card, Moo has templates for business cards inspired by their most creative endeavors. And their luxurious hardcover notebooks feature a Swiss binding so every page lays flat. And they're made with premium paper protected by a tough tactile cover. Pretty amazing. My business cards, they're all from Moo. That's right. And they come in six colors, which is extra awesome. Go to Moo.com and use the code PRINTMOO to get 15% off orders of $50 or more. That's Moo.com and code PRINTMOO for 15% off any order of $50 or more. Thanks to Moo for their support of The Incomparable. Merlin, uh, round three, you've got Jean Grey and Mystique. Who's next? Round three, uh, I'm going with Domino. Uh, she's going to be the good luck charm for our team. Uh-huh. I think she's super cool. She's uh, Domino is really inspirational to me uh, as a, uh, in my emotional life. I, I want to be like Domino. Um, I love the, what's the fancy word? The probability manipulation, probability altering. Um, I think I think she's super cool. And uh, you know, yet another one of these, I think I think a Rob Liefeld character where like if I can just make it past the Rob Liefeld issues in which people like her are introduced, uh, I, I think she's just such an interesting character. So I just looked her up because I don't know. I don't know her. I've got one on my desk right here because because for somebody with ADD, Domino is what you're looking for. You're looking you're looking for somebody. So her powers are like can, are kind of like long yeah, shot. It's like long shot. All yeah. right, she can run between the raindrops basically, but Love she's it. also super cool. She's also got some of that mm, perhaps X twenty three style like uh, acrobatic uh, skill and stuff. But yeah, she just uh, I, I've heard different explanations. To me, that's one of the most interesting mutant skills. Uh, if it's not obvious, I'm very interested in in the. The feminine defensive skills. Like, I always think those are the most interesting. And in her case, you know, what is the pseudoscientific explanation for being able to manipulate probability? Like, is she changing it? No. She just knows how it's going to turn out and how to leverage it, I think. So I think she's a fascinating character. I I vote Domino. And she's kind of in, she's kind of in one of the Deadpool movies. Kind of. Yeah, she is. Kind of is very much Kind of, she's very in. Yeah. yeah, I mean, is she is she called Domino in the movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, she's you can do this because then you got the girl, you got Colossus as a cartoon, and then you got the the girl with the buzz cut who may or may not be. It's 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 all such a mess. But uh, yeah, right. She was the African American lady. She was super cool in that. Um, yeah, I like Domino. And I like her face thing. Nice. But uh, you know, don't have uh, <laughs> Rob Liefeld draw her in a bathtub. Got so it. Much. Rob Liefeld is not legs. is not drawing your 
your uh, team's comic. <laughs> no, all of my characters have feet. Yep. <laughs> Were we supposed to establish that? Half of my characters have feet. Reference acknowledged. <laughs> Moises, your choice. Oh, here is where I test the patience uh, of our adjudicator. Because Dan inspired me choosing Havoc. Oh, no. Always play Dan's Dan. Fault. Good move. I like where you're going with this. I'm going into a supervillain monologue. Uh, one of my favorite runs of comics in the 90s involved Havoc. Um, it involved Havoc uh, being thought dead, and instead he was sent to another reality. Another reality wherein one of his mutant uh, uh, colleagues, as it were, was not reverted from vampirism, and Storm stayed a vampire. So I'm choosing the alternate universe version of Storm known as Bloodstorm, Queen of the Vampires. <laughs> now, does that come with vampires? <laughs> you got to order the vampires on the side. That's <laughs> all you can eat vampires. I don't want to take away from Cicero picking Storm. Mm. At the same time, I feel like Bloodstorm got her own name. Oh, then we mm-hmm. all get Kitty Pride. We already established that. <laughs> oh, yeah, then I get Ariel. I don't want Ariel. It's the Cable and Nate Gray conundrum of do can you pick one and not the other? Because technically they're versions of the same person. I, I already said that my favorite X-Men comic is, is Exiles, which is all about alternate realities. So Moises has Bloodstorm. Jason, Jason, <laughs> you kicked that door open and I was waiting for you to yep. do just that. Yep. Yeah, no, it's good. That's fine. Like like Magneto on an overcast get, uh, overcast day, just waiting, waiting for the opportunity. I trust you all not to be so boring that you would just choose slightly different versions of existing characters because that would be just bad podcasting and uh, bad form. No, this one this one was in comics for five years. has a has a has a whole bloodstorm. Thing. I love it. I love the vision. Uh, just the the name bloodstorm. It's uh, queen of the vampires. It really. Yes, please use her honorific. Thank it you. sounds like the name of a video game that Bart Simpson would really it want. It paints a picture <laughs> in blood, quite frankly. So that's nice. Monty, it's your choice. Uh, well, now that I've established my current comic book bona fides with uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and X-23, I'm going to the character that I thought was the coolest X-Man in the world in the mid-1980s. <laughs> and I agree with Merlin that you want a good luck charm on your team. <gasps> So I'm picking Longshot. Longshot! The man with the shiny eye. (laughs) Now, I will admit that technically he is not a mutant, but they didn't seem to care, so neither do I. He's an X-Man for sure. If Wolverine and Spider-Man can be Avengers, he can be an X-Man. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like, again, this is a little bit like, um, obviously Domino has the same powers, uh, more or less. Um, Like Forge, in that period in the 80s, I felt like a a really nice burst of creativity as the X-Men, what happened in the 80s is the X-Men became the most popular comic book in the world, and Marvel finally realized they needed to do more with it than they'd been doing, and along with that came some exploration of like different ideas for mutant powers that were not the same old superhero powers. Some of it's great, but then you you also get with new with uh, Grant Morrison stuff. You yeah. get like some of the most interesting and enduring like weirdo characters that and, are still oddly sticking around today. And with Longshot, you get an awesome mullet. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna need that. Somebody makes fun of it, and he's like, "Yeah, but you know, chances are it's coming back in style." How do you argue with that? Like, I guess he's right. I mean, when I was reading X Men comics, Longshot was there, and then I kind of fell away for a bit. And I came back, 
and there was this guy Gambit, and for the longest time, I thought it was the same character. Hmm. <laughs> That's how cool Longshot is. Ah, I see, I see. Yeah. All right, you've got Longshot. Uh, two, some lucky teams are forming here. Cicero, it's your choice now, number three. So, um, a little bit of hubris on my part. I have gone ahead and filled out the rest of my draft <laughs> with my big board. That's like doing the Sunday wow. puzzle in pen. Yeah. That's crazy. You're just victory laps now. You're just taunting. I just... So, uh, this next pick is, you know, sometimes when you, you, you go for a reach, but but it's 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 something that you feel. You feel it inside. This mm-hmm. is this is your pleasure pick. And this mm-hmm. particular mutant has my favorite superpower, the most practical superpower. If I were to get any superpower in the world, oh, I would want real. this superpower. Oh no. I pick for in the third round, the fourth pick, Doug Ramsey. No! was my choice this round no <laughs> i you know i didn't want i didn't cicero. want to kill the suspense we were building cicero i wanted to jump in and say maggot obviously yeah. maggot yeah. is the choice zag I thought so that was it. cypher oh, for, uh, cypher i think there was yes. some shouting for cypher is he, has, he's a computer guy or the language he, guy? he, he, he yes, knows he every language the, uh, he knows every language <laughs> It is an aw- it's an awesome superpower. Again, yes. not a superhero superpower, but an awesome right. superpower. Yes. Also, D- when Doug Ramsey was introduced, he was like this mysterious stranger who was a friend to Kitty Pride. And I, I'm not speaking for everybody here, but I, I'm going to say as a teenage boy who loved Kitty Pride, it's like, oh, Doug Ramsey, he's cool. Kitty Pride right. likes yeah. Doug Ramsey. Uh, and he knows every language. So, yes. Cicero, you got uh, you got some good espionage stuff. You got Cypher and Forge. You are going to be, oh, what is this team going to be doing? Technocratic. <laughs> Whatever Storm wants is the answer. Yes, Whatever. That, that is I think the he's answer making Google. Is he making Google? Whatever. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Um, if only he had luck behind him, but that he does not have. Dan, it's your choice. Uh, I'm looking for, you know, a little bit of of personality to fill up the team um maybe someone who's got a little bit of flair a little bit of cool to him but is really just about like projectiles that sometimes explode because i guess you kind of need that on a team yes i am picking gambit i'm picking gambit no one else is gonna have gambit it not you it me with gambit what if you run out of cards i must stop by the drugstore buy another deck of cards everybody can relax gambit is here he could always become a maitre d yeah no <laughs> yes i have the check right here <laughs> why i have two questions for you dan one is why yep. gambit and two is how much did philip michaels pay you to take gambit philip michaels pays me nothing because i i mean a man i think my uh icon in the incomparable member slack is gambit that's mm-hmm. like my little emoji so because he's the true? coolest x-men we all agree <laughs> sound of crickets anyway <laughs> everybody just i was not muted <laughs> All right, Dan, he throws playing cards and they explode. It's Gambit. Yeah. All right. Quinn, it's your choice. At this point in my team, I wanted to pick somebody who has got a pretty strong power um, and is also just someone I think is a great character. And I'm going to go with Molly Hayes uh, from the Runaway series. Oh, Oh, right. So the Runaways comics uh, were this 
I, I don't even know where they came from, but I read them like as a kid and a teenager, and they were one of my favorite comic series ever growing up. And so um, I definitely really imprinted on this like team of teenagers. And Molly Hayes was their mutant. She was the youngest member of the team um, and is super strong, uh, just has just massive super strength um, and Uh is contested as like one of the strongest people in the Marvel universe. Uh, She punched Wolverine through a building one time. She's great. I really like her and she's a lot of fun. um, And I think would bring a lot of humor to my somewhat intense team. Molly's so fun. I love Molly. She gets, I like also that when she's after she's strong, she gets really sleepy and also hungry. (laughs) And she has to go sleep. Yeah. She has to take a nap. Uh, in the in the uh, in the Hulu show, uh, they had to unmutantize her because it happened before the merger, right. and so they changed her origin. But she's still the exact same yeah, Molly. It's nice. Oh, interesting. I haven't seen the show yet. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. <sighs> All right, I uh, am going to pick now that I've had Cipher ripped away from me. I'm, I'm going to pick Jason. another character, uh, kind of linked to Cipher, and although he is not a mutant, he is a new mutant. Ooh. As well as a representative Ooh. of the alien race, the Technarchy, it is oh, Warlock. Oh, a wow. weird, so weird <laughs> character with the Bill Sienkiewicz art. And totally, totally. he says strange things and he's like a machine person. Uh, and I I think he's really cool and awesome. And uh, he can... He can change shape and he's a computer but also a person and talks strangely and uh at at some point later fuses with doug ramsey so i don't get doug ramsey but i get warlock and that means i sort of get doug ramsey later you've got doug ramsey's right jacket sleeve yeah so I, I was going to make him my team leader. I mean, Bill, Bill Sienkiewicz could make a Chipotle menu interesting. Like what, what that guy does when he introduces those characters, if, if I remember right, they're like full page. Mm-hmm. Like here's Danny Moonstar. And like, God, even now today, that guy is, he's so like, it just, he's just so brilliant. And like, oh God, those issues are so good. So good. I recommend those in trade. They're extremely good. And I have a soft spot for um, the, some of the cosmic Marvel stuff, especially Nova. And uh, Warlock ends up, uh, and the Technarchy and all that kind of plays a, a part in, in a, a big uh, Cosmic Marvel event that Nova was involved in too, which I really liked because there's the whole the Phalanx and the Technarchy and the, all this weird stuff happening in space. Anyway, I like Warlock, so I, I have Warlock now. All right, another time to pause and thank our second sponsor this week. This episode of The Incomparable brought to you in part by Ethos. Now, you, as an incomparable listener, probably the kind of person who likes to plan ahead. you got a savings account. Maybe you contribute to your 401k. You should totally do that, even if you're a very young person. Start early, saving for retirement. But if you haven't already, you also need to think about life insurance. Now, nobody likes to think about life insurance, so you put it off. You think it's complex, expensive, time-consuming. You just don't want to think about it. Ethos is a faster, easier, and more affordable way to get life insurance to make sure your family is taken care of even if you aren't around to take care of them. They're committed to finding the plan that's best for you and your budget, all from the comfort of your computer, tablet, or phone in 10 minutes or less. All you have to do is answer a few questions about things like your health, age, and income to get an instant estimate. Then it takes just a few minutes to finish your application. Everyone's different, but a healthy 35-year-old can get a million dollars of coverage for $50 a month. 
So with Ethos, you can rest easy knowing you've got everything taken care of. And this time, confusing terms and piles of paperwork are not needed. Listeners of The Incomparable can get started by going to ethoslife.com slash Snell and clicking on Check My Price. Again, get a fully personalized quote by going to ethos. L-I-F-E dot com slash Snell, my last name. One last time, be sure to visit ethoslife.com slash Snell so they know that you came from the incomparable. Thank you to Ethos for supporting the show. Okay, fourth round. This is the last of your four-person team. Merlin, you've got Jean Grey, Mystique, and Domino. Who's next? Betsy Braddock. I'm going Psylocke. Oh, boy. This is... Going Psylocke oh uh, uh, for my fourth another, pick. Another I- Exile? Which which well, era, Psylocke? So, um, <laughs> so I love. Um, oh, it's too bad we can't just go. Wasn't that a great comic? I love <laughs> Uncanny X Force so much. Mm. The uh, the one with uh, I think it's Rick Remender, and yep. I want to say Jerome Pena. Um, and so it's it's her and Deadpool and like you know X Force is who you bring in and like even the other X Men like don't tell Scott we're doing the dirty work that Scott doesn't want to know about because he sucks and. It's got so much great writing and the most amazing, uh, who's the guy, uh, who's the image guy that did Batman? Uh, Lee, what's his name? Jim, Jim Lee. Jim Lee. Jim Lee, but super good. Great line work <laughs> with that kind of hatching style. Can anybody get my back on this on Kenny X-Force? Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the super whole, good. The, the whole series is fantastic. The, the, the opening one with the, no spoilers, but it involves Apocalypse, and uh, mm. it's really well done. It's for Grimender. Like, what are you going to do? So I picked Psylocke. I think she's super cool. I think mm-hmm. they sex her up a little bit too much. Yeah, don't don't look at the Wikipedia page for Psylocke. If yeah. I'm on it, mm. and it bums me out. Great and even land. in the movie, mm. it's like, can we just not concentrate on her femur quite so much? Like, she's super cool. <laughs> yeah, like, she's sexy. She's sexy. Move on. Like, she's Psylocke. Deal with it. In the comics, they have finally uh, taken Betsy Braddock's mind and put it back in Betsy Braddock's body and left the nice Asian lady that she took over on her own. And now she's... Oh, that's nice. And now Quanon is Psylocke again. Her superpower is that her femur stripes oddly stay on her leg for some reason. Interesting. Uh, Fourth pick, Psylocke. It's good. I love it when people get uh, exiles on their team because it makes me happy. Moises, it's your turn. Long shot's an exile. Mm. Yeah, Jason, I you know, I I, I was having a, a crisis of choice and and you were so good to to let me make my previous choice uh that I I, I think I'm going to actually choose an X-Men character in the comics. Uh as as, as in terms of of a primary storyline, that kind of a thing. But I can't I can't stay out of an alternate universe. Um so yeah, instead instead of going with what I was going to go, which was Spider-Man and Amazing Friends as Iceman. <laughs> I'm going to go with the version of Quentin Quire, Kid Omega, who has taken in the Phoenix Force uh, and and come back in time from a future timeline. So Is, is he this not-nosed kid from uh, when you the guy with the pink and, hair. Wolverine and Kate, Kitty run the school? Yeah, the the pink uh, the pink-haired uh, punk kid. Oh, right. And he's got a Phoenix in him now? He yeah, well, in the Jim future. Christmas, in I the future. In the future. So oh, Phoenix Jesus. Kid Omega. Kid Omega was not good enough. <sighs> You got to throw in the Phoenix Force too. He was already an Omega level mutant, but I, I'm <laughs> look. I'm the one choosing and drafting my team, and uh, unless I'm not allowed, I, that's that's just what I'm picking. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, that's I, what I'm picking. I have no choice. Apparently, <laughs> Monty, it's your choice. Uh, well, I feel like since everybody else grabbed leaders for their team, my team might need a leader, uh, especially with weirdos on the team. Uh-huh. Um, and now everybody else kind of just went towards the default 1980s x-men lineup to 
Sparrow their leaders. I notice we have Beast, we have Storm, we have Kitty Pride, we have Phoenix, we have Dazzler. Yeah, so, Dazzler's a totally standard X-Men from the 80s. <laughs> and also Magneto, one of the great X-Men leaders. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so I'm picking Nightcrawler. Yay! Oh, excellent. Yay. So glad. I love that guy. He's fun, but by... At a certain point in his career, he does start his own uh, team, Excalibur, which I thought was a super fun comic. He's got mm-hmm. a sword. Yeah. And he swings around things and he bamps. He's got a signature sound effect. He's he's uh, got he's got Catholic guilt, but looks like a devil, which doesn't but he's work also out like, for him, you know, which is great. To, in the 70s and 80s, people would say Cheap Trick is everybody's second favorite band. <laughs> and I feel that way about Nightcrawler. Like there's nobody. Yeah. Uh, he's like the Elizabeth Warren of mutants. Like everybody loves Nightcrawler. Yeah, I nobody read Excalibur just because I love that character so much. And yeah. as a bonus, I get Alan Cumming. You guys don't have Alan oh, yeah, Cumming. Yeah, that's true. That mm. that's you know, yeah, I um, when I went to high school... I uh, took German, and I was like, I totally know five words in German. <laughs> yeah, <of> Nightcrawler, <laughs> Unblublich indeed, Liebchen. Yeah, sure, absolutely. <laughs> I like, I like the bit when they go to the ice skating rink, but he's got his new thing that lets him look like a human. Isn't there? Wasn't there a thing mm. or in the seventy six, seventy seven, where, where like he had this ability to like, I know, like I can change my appearance. I no longer look like a hideous blue man. I should have considered the notion of having more signature sound effects on my list. Mm, yeah, that's right. Oh. Monty also has Bamf now. Yeah. I almost picked his alternate uh, universe daughter, who also was in the Exiles, uh, but I went the other Nocturne, but I went the other way. Mm. Nocturne, Cicero, it's your choice now. Oh man, uh, all great things must come to an end, or at least. They must uh, be completed. And I've got to tell you, when I was making my last pick, I got scared because Moises said something that made me nervous. But everything is okay because my final pick, uh, he is from South Africa, victim of apartheid. Same as Japheth. He is Maggot. So I take at Maggot and Eeny and Meeny, his digestive slugs. Wow. Yeah. That is incredibly I cannot wait to hear about this team (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have no idea what this team is called but i love it yeah yeah name dropped earlier but not chosen it but when somebody mentions that that pick you're about to make uh and you're you're like your spine like goes cold right we're like oh no oh no yes i almost made an adam x reference which adam x is literally the most ridiculous (laughs) 90s mutant character ever he's literally covered in razor blades <laughs> well, uh, Maggot goes to Cicero, and we'll find out the team in a little bit. But first, Dan, your choice. Uh, so I played a little bit of a risk here, which is I actually left the leader of my team till my very last mm. pick. But Ooh. I knew this would be safe. Um, but is when you're looking for a leader, you're looking for someone who is tried and tested in the leadership position, who's maybe got some tactical expertise, some you know strategic know-how. And frankly, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, is a wet blanket because that's the kind of person that you need sometimes in charge of a team. <laughs> oh, 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 so no, 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 Dan, no. no, Dan, we almost made it through the whole episode. Don't, <laughs> Merlin, Merlin, let me try oh, to say it in God. a language he might understand. Dan, <laughs> Dan, I, 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 fill I, it I just, up yourself. I'm so sorry, but I, I, no, I no. need, I need Cyclops. No, no, no. I need Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> Which disappointing it, Scott gonna, did you it's get? It's all going to come together. It's this all going to come together. Oh, God. He's so, he's so insult. He's so Reddit. 
Ugh. Oh damn! No one, hey, no one came into this saying just pick your favorite X Men. Okay, Listen, I'm not saying defend your choice, but I am saying defend your choice. What are you doing? I will man? defend my choice when it comes time to do, to to put our teams together. All right, he, he's 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 an he's an envious laser man. It doesn't have to be favorite, it, just a good Remember one. Remember that time Cyclops lost to Storm in a Danger Room fight, and Storm didn't even have powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's good times. Good times. Well, well, Quinn. Um, Wolverine's right there for you if you want him. It's funny you should bring up Wolverine because I am bringing someone who who is close to Wolverine um, in the comics. Jubilee. Yes. Oh, oh. Nice. Uh, so she um, was. I I love how she's described as an orphan mall rat um, in quotation marks for Gum when snapping. they sign sort of find her uh, um, for to join the X Men team in the 1990s. Um, she was again the youngest member when she was brought in. I like young women. Surprise! Um, and she was very close to Wolverine. It is kind of almost. Uh, they have like a comics run together at some point. She's sort of his sidekick at some point, mm-hmm. at some points, like a father figure to her. Um, and she has cool fireworks powers and as at one point turned into a vampire. So there you go. Uh, I'm not drafting vampire version. No, she <laughs> was on She was on my vampire team list. Uh, and who, uh, there is actually va- Wolverine Lord of the Vampires too. So, oh my God. She yeah. and Kitty Pride can bond over having had Wolverine as a father figure in a separate comic series. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's just a, a, as he stays the same age, um, he continues <laughs> yep. just semi adopting um, teenage girls as they, go, as they roll through the X-Men that, team. That, definitely this not is weird. starting to sound like Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and <laughs> no. Confused. He stays the same. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I would do a slightly different log line. But. Bub, you wait another 10 years and there's another pumpkin. That's just Ooh. how it is. Time is yeah. a flat circle for me, Wolverine. My last choice, and then we're going to go around and uh, find the team names and explain. Everybody's going to explain their teams. Um, mm. So I, I mentioned how sad I was that Kitty Pride got uh, stolen out from under me by Quinn right before when I thought I might actually manage to get her to fall through the first round. And uh, I, I did love Kitty Pride as a uh, as a kid reading the X Men, um, and if there is somebody that uh, people who loved Kitty Pride, I feel like hated. It would be her stupid Russian boyfriend, Peter, <laughs> who is dumb oh, and turns into steel and is dumb and is the worst and also dumb. Um, and so, you know, Colossus, he's right there. He's on the board. Um, you know, the you know, the best thing about Peter Rasputin, his sister, Ilyana, who is super awesome and does <laughs> yes. magic and her name is magic and it ends in a K. I, I, knew, I, knew, I knew you were swerving. I knew you were swerving. <laughs> She spent all that time. She down was in a the, little girl, the and then she went to the, the hell dimension, sword. and then came she's back. She's awesome, and she's great. Haunted, but also yeah. awesome. And so I she's picked magic. Love a haunted lady. Wait, Jason, you would have been so mad at me. I came this close to picking magic and swerved to Jubilee. <laughs> you know, I, I had that feeling when you said Jubilee. I'm like, wow, I just scraped by there, didn't I? Yep, <laughs> yep. Woo. Well, there we go. We have picked. We Folks, we have picked mutants. We have picked 28 mutants, but there's more to be done. The teams must be assembled to me, my X-Men. Uh, Merlin, you have Jean Grey, Phoenix, Mystique, Domino, and Betsy Braddock, Psylocke. What, tell me about your team and who, what their name is. <laughs> As I mentioned before we started recording, I spent about two minutes choosing people and uh, just under an hour trying to find names. I did go to uh, some various softball team uh, name <laughs> generators. I'll cover that in a second. Um, so my team of Phoenix, Mystique, Domino, and Psylocke, the cover is 
that they are, I'm not sure the city yet. It could be Westchester, could be, I'm thinking maybe Chicago, where, you know, kitties got people. Mm-hmm. Uh, their cover is that they are a suburban softball team for, um, <laughs> it's not funny, it's not funny, uh, for, for, for middle and high school age girls. It's a very small, high, small, small softball team is all. <laughs> it's for, well, there's, there's, there's no other coaches. coaches. They're administering the team. Oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. I mean, no, 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 they're not that good. Uh, <laughs> it's not a Jamie Madrox multiple position thing, you know, but, uh, no, no, it's, uh, their cover is that they are, uh, they're doing a, a, a gal's, uh, young gal's softball team. And, uh, but what they really are is a, <laughs> God, this is so lame. You know what? Do somebody else. Um, <laughs> that they, uh, secretly like a cool STEM thing for gals. And like, right. you get to come in and if you're a freak who just got your period, you come in and we make you feel great about uh, what you're capable of. And I think these, uh, I think these ladies are going to be super good at it. And, uh, but they did, <laughs> they do need a softball team style name. Mm-hmm. Boy, I went through a lot of names. Uh, Charles's Angels. I discarded Gray Malkin. Gray Malkin Pain. You I, should auction those note cards off. That's right. well, that's gold you have. Real super bad. Uh, I did go. So I sent y'all in the um, in the uh, Zoom chat. I did send you the name generator that brought me things like Psychic Night Resistance, Simmering Death Samaritans, uh, Pyroclastic Hatters, Large Paper Blisters. On my own, I impossibly came up with ex-canny unmen and unmanly <laughs> exiles. Uh, I'm going to go with Exempla. I think uh, the, the name of their uh, quote-unquote softball team is Exempla Optimi because they are the best examples. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a girl power thing. And it's going to be awesome. And, but, if, but if somebody's a dick to you on public transit, they will go beat the shit out of them. Excuse me. Part of my saying. Uh, they will <laughs> go and avenge your softball uh-huh. uh, as needed. But you're going to have these people in there who are just super powerful. And I mean, you got Domino. So there's good luck. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got Psylocke. So you can do, you know, uh, thigh things. But, uh, but, but <laughs> Phoenix is there. If you need Phoenix, like she can take care of some stuff. If somebody, if you feel like your C plus should have been a B minus, like you can escalate that because you have the Phoenix force. And, uh, but, but it's under the guise of softball. Uh-huh. So you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of interesting ladies out of this program, I think. Okay, so are now is the softball team just a front, or is this like Professor Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters? Except what they do is they find mutants and they put them on a softball team. Kind of. I'm picturing an animated series where it's like, what's the ratio between how much we're following the softball team trying to win the pennant and how much we're following <laughs> the crime fighting? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, think, okay, so think of this. I don't know if anybody enjoyed the series as much as I did. I love the series Wolverine and the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Where, yes, where, uh, Wolverine and Kitty Pride. after the bajillionth time, the, uh, the mansion got destroyed. It was jokey, but not too jokey. Mm-hmm. It had a Krakoa, you know, like in the yard and stuff like that. But it was so fun to see like Wolverine not comfortable, like wearing a tie on the first day of school with his name tag. Wolverine and the X-Men recommend the trade. Very fun. But him and Kitty running a school together was so fun for me. And like all kidding aside, I just love the yeah. idea that like we take this away from intergalactic battle and down into like, you know, what we could really do is like help a ton of people who are so screwed up. And if they go anywhere but this place, they're going to be seen as a freak. That's what this entire 
50 plus year run is about. It's about like you, you won't fit in anywhere else, but like you are so welcome here. And as weird as your thing is, we will help you straighten it out to like whatever's going to be successful for you. And we have people here who you can look at and you can see their successes. You can see their failures. I don't want to bust a gut, but I think that would be really awesome. I would love for my daughter to be on a softball team. You know, that's, that's coached by Domino is what I'm saying. All right. Exemplar Optimi. Very much. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Moises. You have uh, Ian McKellen's Magneto, Wolverine 92 from the animated series, Bloodstorm, and Kid Omega with the Phoenix Force. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> Tie it together. Let's go. You know, Jason, in thinking about putting together an X-Men team, uh, my thought was, well, what team has not been brought together across all of the myriad alternate universes and time travel stories that they've done, redone, and redone the redoing of? And then I thought, well, what about a team of explicitly alternate universe X-Men because I just, I just wanted to do the, the kind of X-Men team that I would have written when I was 14. Uh, I'm just sentimental about them that way. And thinking about when I was a teenager uh, as a, as a product of the eighties and nineties, a time period when many things had uh, X's and Z's appended to the words just Mm -hmm. for the sake of it. uh, Alternative rock was on the rise uh, I, I have decided that my team uh, will be the uh, the the positively adjective laden all new extreme alternative X-Men. Mm. All right. Oh. Monty, you have Negasonic Teenage Warhead, X-23, Longshot and Nightcrawler. And that sounds good. I'd read that comic book. Mm-hmm. I feel that one of the challenges the X-Men have as a genre is you want them to be hated and feared by the public. But after a few decades of them regularly saving the world, it rings a little hollow. And also, it's always weird when you have a world that loves the Fantastic Four, loves the Avengers, and hates the X-Men because you guys got your powers the wrong way or something. So I'm picturing a world where mutants are roughly known and accepted, except that there's this rogue squad that's sent out to take care of real difficult stuff. And everybody, when somebody learns about these guys they're like ew i don't like those mutants because they're cheaters nightcrawler teleports around he looks like a devil Mm -hmm. a negasonic teenage warhead had to steal her powers by trading away a living planet Longshot cheats he controls luck and he's not even a mutant he's an alien who got genetically altered he's got the wrong number of fingers what's up with that (laughs) x-23 just showed up as a clone of somebody with established marketing power you can't be more cheating than that so my team is called the exploits all right well played very good very good i can see the logo now cicero you have storm forge Cypher, I'm still mad about that, and Maggot. I don't know if you're aware, but two things. The X-Men, they were established to kind of turn the mirror on society. And uh, my team will turn the mirror on society as well, because I don't know if you guys are aware, but the the Earth, the Earth is in trouble. Hmm. (gasps) And Tell me more. Call the Planeteers. That's where all my yes. stuff is. <laughs> yes. This, this is the first time Reference I'm acknowledged. About, the first time I'm hearing about this. So. This team has been put together to point that mirror back at the people of the Earth and show them that if they help too, we can clean this Earth up. 
Maggot will eat up all your pollution. Forage will create sustainable living things where you can eat food <laughs> and do all sorts of other wonderful things in, in depressed neighborhoods and irrigation systems and filtrations and all sorts of wonderful stuff. Storm, of course, will get rid of crazy hurricanes and give you beautiful weather or maybe help make the snow happen and make it really cold so the glaciers will reform and cipher We'll talk to all of the desperate people all around the world to let them know to spread the good news and the good word of the X-Men version of the G7 uh, G7 Summit, the X hyphen G7. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about your big government X-Men. Yes. This feels like one of those half-size educational comic books you get at the museum. <laughs> yes. Then Storm went to The Hague. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm really glad my stupid idea has to follow this. <laughs> Cicero solves all world yeah, environmental problems. I'm going to subtitle your team the Helsinki X-Cord. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh nice. Oh, no. I'm looking forward really to the good. splash page where all that irrigation gets made. It's going to look <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Um, Dan, you get a team, too. It is the Beast, Havoc, Gambit, and Cyclops. You got the brothers. Uh, the, you got the I brothers know. there. Blue I know. Beast. No, I know. No, this Beast. is good. This is a powerful sausage party. What's going to happen? I, I, yeah, <laughs> I understand. Totally full of dudes. I get it. I no, understand. no, 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 but you've got a plan. What's going to happen, Oh, yeah, Dan? no, I got... I, well, look. Okay, yeah. what do we got here? We got a scientist who's also a big guy that can fight people. Mm -hmm. We got a guy who fires laser beams and is not really a team player. We got someone who's kind of useless and just shoots projectiles that sometimes explode. And we got a leader who's a bit of a stick in the mud and a too bit. earnest. A bit. A bit. A bit of a stick in the mud and just too earnest uh, for his own damn he, good he, sometimes. He's an institutionalist. Sometimes you can't afford the Avengers, people. You got to take the crappy knockoff Avengers, okay? <laughs> the terrible off-brand douche Avengers, uh, which I'm calling, of course, the Axe Avengers, uh, and the Axe is just two V's that Thank are, God you know, one thumbs upside down. The so there you go. The centrists are going to say clearly us. they're sponsored by Axe body spray at this point too. So <laughs> that I will I say, can bad. they be led by? Can they be led by Joe Biden? Is that possible? <laughs> I will say I did have Storm and Jean Grey on the list because sure. you need yeah, your know, lightning control and your your you know sorry your, about the random your badass thing. redhead. Yeah. But hey, hey, yeah. you know what? It's fine. I I had to but go. You, sometimes is you, important when it comes to mutants. You build a team with the yes. douchebags you have. Okay, <laughs> my I, team is making fun of oof. your team all the time. <laughs> it's uh, fine. That's what they're there for. That's uh, at the X Men reunions. That's what I happens. side the same way that I do every time Cyclops shows up to be the center of attention. Like, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead thinks Daredevil is too boring and straight-laced. You've got Cyclops and Beast? Oof. Yeah. All right, Quinn, you have Kitty Pride, uh, mm, Scarlet Witch, uh, Molly Hayes Bruiser, I think is her code name, and Jubilee. All right. So, I mean, this is an elite squad right here. We've got we've got someone who could be a, a super spy because she can walk through walls. We've got someone who can manipulate reality. We could really stop there, but I'll just keep going <laughs> through the team. Um, super, someone who's super strong uh, and someone who can uh, basically like control fireworks through her hands. And, and um, 
a lot of really strong fighting power here. And I'm really envisioning this being sort of a, a, a crack squad um, who are very mobile. They're, they're small. They're agile. They're able to get in, um, wherever needs them the most. And when I was also thinking about this team, I really like the aesthetic of them looking like they're in a punk band. <laughs> I didn't really intend for them to literally be in a punk band. Now Merlin is making me think like maybe I should make them yeah, actually that, that, also that in a band. Be a band. That should yes. totally be a band. And, yeah. and they have a van and they solve mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Not a spaceship. That's their cover. That's their cover. They're on tour. They're on tour. Should have picked Dazzler instead of Kitty Pride then, Quinn. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go so far as say they're literally a band, but I do think that their aesthetic is definitely full. That their aesthetic is definitely pulled from um, this kind of uh, feminist punk scene. And with that in mind, uh, I am naming them Riot X. (laughs) Oh, that's so much better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty's going to have to get a whole new costume for this look. How How many R's in Riot? Right. Um, I think there's just one in Riot. Okay. All the R's were in Girl. So <laughs> Okay, Riot Girl. X. Got it. Great. All right, my team, Dazzler, Blink, Warlock, and Magic. Now you got the Magic and the Technology coming together. And so in their first team meeting, they're throwing around a bunch of names. And, uh, you know, maybe they call them like the Techno Mechanics or something like that, where it's the Technology and Magic, the intersection, if you will. Of mm-hmm. Technology Boulevard <laughs> and, oh, no. and Magic Lane. Something, something. Uh, but, um, but then the focus groups came back and told them that that was not a good name and that they, sh- yeah. they needed something with a little more pizzazz. And that's why, uh, under protest, they will be now known forevermore as the Chancellors of the Exchequer. Oh, oh, God damn God. Oh. You had to bring Brexit you, into this crap. You, 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 you got me, Snell. You, you got me. Well, anyway, they're going to have a good time because there's going to be music, there's going to be portals, there's going to be technology, <laughs> and there's going to be magic, with, and there's a sword. So they will uh, do, a, do a great job. Now, I'm going to go around one last time for you to send me your regrets. Oh, uh, God. About who we you... do another two hours on the like what we didn't pick. Yeah, well, you oh. have to be faster than that. But the ones the ones that you had yeah, on okay. your list that just didn't make it, we'll just really quickly bring out your dad. Merlin, what did you, what did you miss? Um, I had Hope Summers. Um, I think mm-hmm. the way that Hope uh, bumps up against Scott in the all-new X-Men arc is really fun. And Hope becomes very important through the— uh... The Messiah Complex? It's the one, yeah, Messiah Complex. Yeah. So like all through that stuff, like, ah, oh, they're so good and so fun, but the Hope stuff runs through all of that. And then all new X-Men, like the way that Hope emerges, Hope Summers emerges out of that is so fun, but all of those are so good. Hope Summers is so cool. Hope is so great. She's so fun. At first, Hope, Hope is just this like, this character who's going to be this like cipher for like, oh but no. But the like, Doug Ramsey kind. No, a different, right, a different right. kind of cipher. Yes. No, no, no. No, it's, it's a, oh, here's more cable nonsense, or, oh, here's another way yeah. to bring back Jean Grey, or what uh, is this? No what is cipher. this? But there's, there's two different kinds of people who are out to get the mutant people, and they're attacking them, and that uh, the, the, that's a really, that's a great series of trades, highly recommended, and then Hope emerges. By the time you get to all new X-Men, Hope has emerged as, obviously, Scott's daughter, and they're fighting over the jetpack, and she's going and solving crimes, but, uh, yeah, Hope Summers. All right. Uh, Moises, do you have any leftovers? I do. Uh, uh, something that I, d- uh, I I went second and I, I realized I could have uh, baked in there better was kind of the, the rationale of the particular picks, which plays into my, my dead list. Uh, you know, I picked the McKellen Magneto because I, you know, I like I like 
I like that particular characterization of Magneto as somebody who's there to solve problems and eventually comes around to the good side of things. My Wolverine doesn't die, so he's, I guess, the version of Wolverine you could consider an Omega-level mutant like Magneto, like Storm, like Kid Omega. Um, and so I have a variety of other Omega-level mutants. I just picked the most powerful mutants in existence um, for my long list, even ones that I didn't, I knew that I wasn't going to not get to, like Elixir, Legion, Proteus. Um, the, mm. the, the third wheel summer's brother Vulcan, who is <laughs> one of these massively overpowered characters that, uh, that never should have existed according to most people. Um, but in, in picks that I thought I might've actually gotten to the age of apocalypse version of Sunfire, not because he's especially different than the regular version of Sunfire, but because he looks a lot cooler. Um, the, like I said, uh, pride of the X-Men Kitty pride, because I knew that somebody else would get Kitty pride before I did X-Men evolution rogue, uh, because every version of rogue is great, but that one's undersung. Um, 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 Spider-Man and his amazing friends, Iceman. Oh, uh, adult Franklin Richards, AKA powerhouse, hmm. um, like Proteus, like Legion massively overpowered, just like so many things in X-Men lore. Um, and the one, the, the one that I, I thought, okay, well, this is a mainline character is actually hope just as Merlin brought up. And then I realized, well, hope is like the epitome of alternate universe character because she's an alternate universe character mm -hmm. that became a regular universe character like Bishop and like cable. Um, and like and, Blink. and yeah. And like blank hope, uh, and her power set for those who don't know hope summers at all is, uh, she is the umami of the flavor profile yes. of X-Men is she enhances <laughs> and improves. She makes other people's every powers. other X-Men taste that's not what I mean, but you know what I mean. Yeah. She, she, she enhances she yeah. enhances the power right. of of the other X Men uh, and helps emerging powers emerge and so on. Uh, and uh, and just as a side note, I think Merlin is also um, uh, passionate about this. If you think that MSG is is terrible and horrible, yeah. do some research. It's uh, it's yeah. not. It, it uh, was one not. letter, yeah. one letter. It's just fine. To the journal in the sixties, like let it go. All right, yeah, Monty. <laughs> Um, I mostly got the people I wanted. The other people I considered, I love Legion, but I haven't watched the current TV show, so if that felt mm. like I was cheating. Um, I love Standard Rogue. I think she's a great character. Uh, for fun, I was considering taking Toad, who Wikipedia tells me served as a janitor at the Jean Grey School of Higher Learning. <laughs> he did, and it was hilarious. Also, uh, Unidentified Skrull is on the official X-Men list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to be on my list. I saw, that. I saw that on the list. Yes. And uh, very nearly my pick instead of Nightcrawler, uh, Forget Me Not, who is this guy who's appeared in, I think, one issue. <laughs> But he's been a part of the X-Men the whole time. His power is... He, is, is he like the silence? Like, once we see him, we can't remember him? Yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah. Really? No, nobody nice. can remember him. Nobody can remember him. That's he's been there the whole time. So oh, he just kind of goes around in the background and cleans stuff up. It's a really good issue, and it's kind of tragic because nobody can remember him. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Look him up. Forget Me Not. It's a really That's good issue, but I decide nice. he doesn't really bring... I, I wanted more Nightcrawler, mm. really. Fair. Cicero, what did you have left? Well, I, um, you know, so the funny thing is my entire team was predicated on the fact that I'd get Maggot uh, at some point. Um, that's, a, that's a big bet to make. Mm. Yes, exactly. And uh, so, but, I, but, but it hey, paid off. I, I paid off, man. And uh, so on my list uh, that was not picked by me was Phoenix. Um, but above phoenix actually my number two pick was nightcrawler but i 
decided not to go with him and Blink, who was picked, and they were picked later on, the two characters uh, that were not picked were Polaris. Hmm. Yeah. Um, who I'm not exactly sure how it was going to work her powers in. And the White Queen, Miss oh, Emma yeah. Frost. Oh, uh, yes. yes. Honorable mention, yeah. If uh, if all of my picks had gone, Emma Frost or the Phoenix would have been my nuclear option. So I would just force people to uh, allow us to clean the earth. Sure. Except have my I had nuclear... chosen the, uh, the cuckoos? Would that have been three the picks step... or one? No, that's one oh, pick. I think it's that's one, one pick. That's one pick. Okay. Dan? Um, so Storm and uh, Jean Grey were both picked, as was Wolverine, who was my other leader before I had to go with Cyclops. <laughs> um, you didn't and, have to. Mainline Wolverine was still uh, on the board. I picked I, the, the you know, that. Was, I didn't want to get, I didn't Cyclops get into a whole thing. Cyclops is the vice president of failure. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, yeah, he wasn't even my first pick, guys. I mean, come on. Hey, great um, news, Scott. What? Well, that's, uh, that's very Scott Summers of him, not even being your first pick. My backups were, uh, I also had Juggernaut and Iceman <sighs> in the mix. Um, and then I just had, I'm not even going to go through them, but I had several, I spent a while on my stupid team ideas and I had several other teams with a bunch of other characters. Well, my terrible ideas? one that I wasn't going to do was, was the, the self-promotional, I mean, it was going to have Gambit. It was going to have a German character, probably Nightcrawler or Magneto, and then a Jewish character being probably Kitty Pride or one of the, <laughs> uh, the Eric family yeah. so that I could have <sighs> my Caledonian Gambit Baron and trifecta, but. That, that, that seems like a deep cut for me, so Dan I'm just going to let that one alone. Cabaret. Yep. <laughs> yes, that's that's just pimping my own <laughs> stuff there. So. Uh, Quinn, what did you have left that you didn't get to pick? I just had a couple. Um, I did have Jean Grey and uh, Magic on my list, as I think I mentioned. I also had Emma Frost um, come up there as a just great character who I think would have maybe not been on top of the band theme of my yeah. <laughs> list, but very powerful and cool. Mutant. More the band manager. The manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think those are really the the main picks I didn't get to. I, I was lucky enough to get pretty much yeah. my full slate of the ones I wanted. Good job. I only had one left that um, was on my list that wasn't either sniped or that I didn't pick. And it's a very obscure character who was in one miniseries. It's a a kid named Bailey Hoskins, who is uh, exceptional. He is the he's the title character of the miniseries Worst X Man Ever. Yes. His mutant power is that he can explode, killing himself oh. and whoever is he's near like him. A bee. Jason, that he's sounds like the kind of power you use the one time. The one time. That's exactly yeah. right. And it's it's actually similar to uh, a, a gag in in the Tick, where there's the yes. uh, the living doll mm-hmm. and. Uh, mm-hmm. The, all the other characters keep saying "not yet, living doll," because he can explode <laughs> into other dolls one time, and like "not yet," and that's that's the problem with poor Bailey. So he's just trying to make his way in the uh, at the Xavier School, and uh, it's a really weird miniseries by uh, Max Bemis, and I, I I like it a lot. And and I didn't pick him mostly because again he's a single use mutant, and that's not as good for a team. But Bailey will be there, uh, providing moral support on the sidelines for the Chancellors. Of the exchequer. Okay, um, here's what's going to happen now. Uh, a few things are going to happen. First off, I want to. Oh no! I want to encourage uh, listeners if you want to consult construct four X Men that we didn't pick and give them a name and send them in. Do that. That would be hilarious. Could they hashtag them on social media like incomparable X Men? 
as, as a hashtag yes, or something like that? Yes, that's great. Hashtag and complex, man. Perfect. And now for a very special thing, I have brought in two uh, <gasps> two wonderful no, experts no. who are going to judge you all. No! Yes, it's true. I've asked Philip Michaels and Lisa Schmeiser to judge us and our choices. You can hear about that in a special episode of Phil and Lisa Ruin the Movies, where they ruin the X-Men draft. Go to theincomparable.com slash ruin slash 39 to listen or just subscribe. Okay, and that wraps up this episode of The Incomparable, where we drafted X-Men. Just like I said at the beginning, we did it. Merlin, man, so great to have you on. Thank you for being here. Thanks, buddy. Moises Chuyon, thank you. This is not Stan Lee, but it's not approved all the same. Monty, Ashley, it was great to have you here. Thanks for coming. Yeah, we know we didn't pick Professor X. <laughs> Want to make something out of it? <laughs> uh, Cicero Holmes, thank you. The world is yours based on the Helsinki X-Cord. <laughs> yeah, branding! Dan Warren, thank you. I think the conclusion is way too much time spent. <laughs> Quinn Rose, thank you. Thank you very much, Jason. And thanks, everybody out there, for listening. Uh, tune in next week, where I will once again say to me, my X-Men. But until then, goodbye. What forces have brought them back here to this cursed land? What sins are they now answering for? For answers to questions such as these, we're going to play Dungeons & Dragons right now, you jerks! (laughs) Introducing a new Total Party Kill adventure only for incomparable members. And I'm really sad now that we don't have a pony anymore, so you know what? I cast Find Steed, and suddenly, (laughs) I now have a pony. Do you have Pony Cindelar or just a pony? (laughs) I have a pony that is a celestial pony that understands common that I am naming Pony Cindelarent. Oh, I've lost control. We're like two minutes in. I love this. You have, in fact, now a superior magic pony that kind of makes my pony from the last adventure look like garbage. I was just wondering about the part where you said this is your town. My father. He was the burgermeister, the mayor. Dungeon Master aside here, this adventure requires me to use a word repeatedly that I cannot take seriously. (laughs) That word is burgermeister. We're all in this together, people. I'm going to say that word. Part of me will die inside, but I'll try not to laugh. Perhaps you have heard of Barovia, where you come from. Only as myths. I've been in Barovia, not the town. This is a little confusing. The town has the same name as the realm. We call this place Little Barovia to distinguish itself from the land of Barovia. Big Barovia, if you will, is uh, so nice they named it twice. It is not nice. Why did we even agree to play this adventure? Who has left Tony in charge of this? It's all Dan's fault again, is what I'm saying. I'm going to answer that one right now. (laughs) Dan? Dan. If you want to listen or watch future episodes of this adventure, they will be available to members only of The Incomparable. Theincomparable.com slash members. Erica is a thousand times more professional than I am. Thank you, Erica. The devil himself. Fascinating. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to go 